and let's stay on the coaching carousel and get yep. any thoughts that you might have. So, so far we have in Anaheim, Greg Cronin, who becomes a first-time NHL head coach, uh, was in the uh, minor leagues head coach. Peter Laviolette is no longer in Washington. Spencer Carberry, former player, uh, takes mm-hmm. over uh, in Washington. We talked about Mike Babcott. Here's an interesting one from Star's perspective. John Hines is ousted, um, and Andrew Burnett is the hire in Nashville. Andrew Burnett was uh, an assistant this year for Lindy Ruff in New Jersey. So um, interesting about Andrew Burnett. Andrew Burnett, for those that don't know, was the coach of Florida. So Mm -hmm. the high-scoring Florida Panthers, uh, which allowed Mason Marchman to get the contract that he did. So, uh, but they got ousted in the first round and Florida made the tough decision and they felt as though a new coach would take them over the top and, and it looks like it has. So interesting to see Andrew Burnett, uh, getting another shot in Nashville, in the division, what sticks out for you in this coaching carousel? Uh, well, the, the only surprise name that popped up was the Cronin hire to me. Um, and not that he's not that he's, he's, he's obviously been in the NHL for a long time, but when often you see these lists of future NHL coaches or this guy or whatever, like Cronin's name has never really been one that kind of got the media buzz. Like uh, Cadbury's uh, uh, Cadbury did. Um, so did um, obviously brunette was always going to pop up. The Babcock's name always recirculates, but Cronin to me is one who uh, had been is a, he'd spent the last six years in Colorado he did a pretty good job developing players there, helped them fill some pieces for a team that won a cup. Um, so he, he he's one who I'm not surprised he got a coaching job, but he was one who just he came kind of came out of the out of left field from the media speculation sphere. Um, a, I, the trend of brunette to me was a I think he got a real raw deal in Florida last year. I think they gave Florida when they they let him go and they. Um, they looked at his coaching and Florida winning the president's trophy with him and everything like that. They, they gave so much credit to Joel Quanville. They basically in that Florida, Florida space at the time, they gave credit that basically he came in and continued to basically, he didn't really like, it wasn't really like they basically gave Joel Quenville a ton of credit that they couldn't publicly give Joel Quenville because obviously Joel Quenville was, was rightfully ousted for the the Kyle Beach incident and everything like that. So, um, so brunette to me was one that I was I was hoping I would see get a head job and get another chance. Um, I'm interested. It was interesting to see that in in Nashville, just obviously with Barry Trotz as the GM, how the uh, how he's gonna he's starting to put his stamp on the team and to to uh, to really impact things. I don't think it's going to change much from a Dallas perspective. I think Nashville will change, will become a little bit more as a team you'll see more often. I think Dallas, Nashville will be a little bit more open, a little bit more offensive than they were under Hines. I agree. Um, I also think you'll see a couple, I think you'll see a couple teams start to play a little bit more offensively. I think the ducks who honestly, they should, I mean, the team is bad. You, you, it's, it's, you're getting, you really need a, um, the Ducks really need, the Ducks need to put some butts in seats. Like I think 
Cronin coached to style in Colorado. Will they get up and down? Um, the so I think I think there'll be some more. I mean, and plus they'll have they'll add Adam Fantilli to that team with with Zegras and and a couple and a couple other young good players. Like I think the Ducks made a good move. Um, and that I mean we should also touch on because you still have the the Rangers job is still open. And is that the what is there is there another one I'm missing right now? Um yes, Calgary. Calgary, yes. Yeah. The uh I you I, I look at the like right now, well obviously I guess technically Columbus is technically vacant, but we know that we talked about that. Um I look at the the Rangers job will be very interesting to see where they go on that because um thought Gerard Gallant actually did a pretty fine job there, but that job is such a high pressure, high, high expectation job where it feels like there'll be, I mean, it feels like John Hines. It just feels like to me, like John Hines will end up in the Rangers job. Like I just, I just feel like they'll come to the point where they want to hire someone who they won't want to go too far outside the box. It just, I, f- I feel like we'll see that there. And I almost wonder if we'll see the carousel spin with Gallant going to Calgary. Um, and I wonder if, if I wonder if we'll see something like that to try to, to predict something on that, because um, it's, there's, there's, there's the coaching carousel is, I, I was happy to see some coaches get their first job or in Burnett's case, their first job without the interim, but it's always inevitably will happen. There will be some rotating around. You know, um, I think you're right about Gallant possibly showing up in Calgary. It it is interesting because I was pretty sure that former Stars forward Jeff Halpern might get a gig in the NHL this year, but that hasn't happened as of yet. Currently, the assistant coach in Tampa. Yeah, yeah, I heard he was he was someone who got some interviews for jobs. Yeah, Um, he is. but it took Derek Lalonde a couple of years as well to get a yeah NHL job. Yeah. So, I mean, it's as as I wouldn't surprise if he gets an interview somewhere. Yeah. But that's yeah. also yeah. Yeah, and so. we had a couple of new GMs to talk about. So mm-hmm. Craig Conroy was the longtime um, NHL player, and upon his retirement, joined the Flames organization in a management role, special advisor, then up to assistant GM, and he was officially named the GM of the Calgary Flames. So Calgary's in an interesting situation. Uh, From a star's perspective, you know, you always want to keep an eye on them for, you know, uh, the wild card race. Um, And they're kind of going through an interesting transition as a club, losing Kachuk. And, you know, I mean, I think they did what they could to get some pieces out of that deal, but awful tough when a player says they want out. And um, Kyle Dubas lands mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh, and I'm a big Kyle Dubas guy, Sean. I don't know how you feel about him, but I thought he actually did a pretty nice job in Toronto. I'm just disappointed because, you know, on a personal level, one of the things that I really loved about the Kyle Dubas Toronto postseason press conference was he said, you know, I'm either back in Toronto or I'm going to take some time off because my family's gone through a lot. It's a high-stress situation for my family, and they come first. And I tweeted that out, and I just said, I total respect for Kyle Dubas. 
and then he lands in Pittsburgh. And I was like, oh, man, like, I get it, and things change and everything, and I, I just hate uh, it when you, when you like, put that such a focus, and then all of a sudden, you know, you, you're helping out well, Pittsburgh. Well, okay, I want to, I guess the important context is Dubas is not the GM. Right, Pittsburgh. he's the interim, he's, yeah. He's, he, no, no, he's the president of hockey. Operations. Okay, all right. So tell me, I think, tell I think, me. I, I think there's wise. an important. I I think there's an important context here. I think, I think Dubas said, "I see myself in Toronto," and obviously he put that out there. And then he, Toronto did not want him back after. Basically, it sounds like there's a bit of a power play where Dubas wanted more power in Toronto and didn't get it. And, um, I. I don't think there is a uh I don't I don't think it's the same thing because it's not the same job. It's not a GM job. It's a president of hockey operations. It's essentially full keys to the car from Fenway Sports Group, no oversight. And when Dubas said I either sees himself back in Toronto or taking time from a family, like I this to me is different because this is a job with full control. This is a job where he gets to set a department. He gets to do all of these things that he would not have gotten to do as the GM in Toronto. So I think that is an important thing on this, this front because he's going to hire a GM. He will hire a GM to work under and he will get to be to, to, to define his role, how he wants and everything like that. And these president of hockey operation jobs, you talk about stability and family. So the Dubas family was going to have to move again at some point, no matter what. Right. Mm -hmm. um, they were going to leave Toronto. After you leave Toronto that way, you're not working in the NHL again in Toronto. Um, They're going to have to go somewhere. And these president of hockey operation jobs are very, um, they're bulletproof. Honestly, they're bulletproof. You talk about job security long-term. Who's the person who has to answer the questions to the media? Who's the person who is who gets the credit and the blame when a team wins? Who's the person that will uh who's the, who's the person that has to that has to go to has 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 to take trade calls? It's the GM. The president of hockey operations can be as involved or uninvolved as they want. And in I honestly wouldn't be surprised if in this model, I think we're going more and more towards this model of people having two decision makers of a president of hockey operations and a GM, where the president of hockey operations is someone who basically is a lifetime position. Um, we see it in Vegas. Um, George McPhee is the president of hockey operations. Kelly McCrimmon is the GM. And he and, and George McPhee is well, it will be uh will be fine with that spot. And in Philly, they hired a Keith Jones is a president of hockey operations. Danny Briere will um Danny Briere will be judged one way or the other, but Keith Jones will be the president of hockey operations and always have a hand in things, but it'll be safe. Um I honestly just for if you want to connect this back to the Stars, I really think this is the future of the Stars organization too. I I really think that Jim Nill will not whether it's whether it's at the end of the current contract, which he recently signed one, right. That goes through next season. I think yep. um, whether, whether it's at the end of that contract or the following one, I don't think Jim Nill's out as the star. I don't think Jim Nill is out of the stars. I think Jim Nill becomes the president of hockey operations for, for the stars. And there'll be a GM working under Nill. I think this is the, I think you're going to see something like this in Dallas sooner than later, where 
someone who gets to run the department and be in charge and be the big picture guy, but is not the GM. And I think that will happen in Dallas soon. And I think that's for Dubas. I think it was Dubas jumped ahead of the curve by getting to that role instead of looking for another GM job. So I don't, I, the Dubas one to me, I know there were some people in Toronto who had similar thoughts of like, Oh, he said he'd only be in Toronto or nowhere else or whatever. But to me, it's different. Like if, if, if I say something like if you, if you say something in any profession where you'll be here or there, and then all of a sudden someone calls you and offers you everything you're looking for. You owe it to yourself as a human to look at it. I totally agree. I think then in the press conference, you probably should clarify and just say, you know, I mean, it would be nice just to say like, Hey, I know I said this, this is an incredible opportunity. It's a different opportunity. And I spoke with the family and this is why they're excited. You know, I mean, I I, 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 I get that. It's minutia, but it just, I was just, I, I, I was just letting you know, like, like my yeah. personal thoughts, I was super excited because in sports, I know a lot of times families take second, and I just thought yeah. it was really cool with a guy's job on the line that he was putting it out there that, hey, my family's been through a lot, and therefore, yeah. you know, my family takes first. So if he sat down with his family and his family was excited, I got no problem with it. I just, you know, that's, and that probably occurred. So it's all good. I just, I, yeah. You know, I tweeted it out because I thought it was unique. I thought it was different. Um, I know you're a big family guy, Sean, and I love that. You know, that's super cool. So I just love when people are like, hey, I got a job that takes a lot of my time. But at the same time, you know, my my wife and my children are first. Oh, 100%. I I really do. I do respect that a lot. And I also respect the from the family perspective where you look at, for the Dubas family, they were going to have to move at some point. And I yep. go back to that where now they can plan on being in Pittsburgh for a long time where these GM jobs are more fickle. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I look at it that way. I, tough task will be ahead. In, I do. I do wonder. I just, just, it's, I don't know if it's the job right away or not, but I, I do wonder if, if obviously someone who worked incredibly close with Dubas after he retired and, I do wonder if at some point in the not too distant future we see Jason Spezza as in a pretty high ranking role with the Penguins because mm. he's someone who worked really closely with Dubas um as an assistant to the G as a special assistant to the GM, someone who when Dubas was let go, Spezza quit the quit Toronto right away. And that's I mean, Jason Spezza bled Maple Leafs blue and white, right? Like we heard those stories from mm-hmm. going home. And so for him to leave Toronto to quit the Maple Leafs the way to, to resign from the Maple Leafs that way, um, I would not be surprised if he is in uh, working in Pittsburgh. Sometimes. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point, Sean. So keep your eyes on that uh, hockey fans here in DFW. 